Welcome back to another week of the Aim For You Ladies podcast, where we focus on self-acceptance, our mindset, and living our best life. I'm your host, Sophia Tuckett. Today, we are exploring NLP. I have a master NLP coach with me by the name of Millie. She is going to shine so much information our way in regards to NLP, authenticity, and spirituality. So let's get into it. Millie, I'm really thankful that you've decided to join me here on the Aim For You Ladies podcast. And since you're an expert in NLP, I want to ask you exactly what NLP is. Thank you very much, Sophia, for your invitation first and for having me here with you. I'm so honored and so glad. Um, I love your vibe and I truly appreciate you. Um, NLP stands stands for neuro-linguistic programming and it is a set of techniques which help us, allow us to remove old beliefs, old patterns which are rooted into our subconscious mind and uh, start applying new beliefs, which helps us to find proper solutions of our limited thoughts and what prevents us from achieving our, you know, greater purpose as a soul in a human body. So basically deleting old beliefs and installing new, more beneficial, kind of better for us. So we are going to kind of explore NLP and authentic communication and how Mm -hmm. we can show up as our best selves while we are communicating and just show up as real as possible. When you think of authentic communication and NLP, mm-hmm. how do you think yes. they are, how do you think they align? Yes, um, first and foremost, we have to be able to accept different points of view. I think that NLP really helps us to properly communicate how we feel from inside and what our beliefs of life are, but at the same time to be open-minded for people's belief system as well, because obviously we're different people, we have different experiences in life. And sometimes we think that our beliefs are the the better of the best, but mm, this is not true, right? Because we see our beliefs as part of who we are today and they can change in a year or even two months from now. So the connection between NLP and communication really is our ability to allow people to be themselves in a way that comes from their beliefs and life experiences. I think that this is really a good point from where we can start learning first our beliefs, what, how they projected um, you know, our life story, and then step by step to start really appreciate it and if not accepted fully people's behavior or people belief system, at least to be um, free of judgment. Mm. Mm-hmm. I you think know, that this is really a big point. Yeah. And that's an interesting point that you just said there, free of judgment, because I find that with a lot of things happening in the world today, you know, with just like COVID and people saying yeah. like, conspiracy theory and just everything that's happening around the world with like on multiple levels. And I feel like the idea and everything that's come up in the last two and a half years with COVID is almost as it's almost gotten to a point where it's like religion and politics. You can't speak Mm -hmm. about it to everyone because people get so worked up and they change their perspective on how they see you if your thoughts don't align with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, truly, truly agree with you, Sophia. And my personal point of view, which is a little bit how to say I think I think that 
politics and religions, they have enough nothing to do with our soul, like with the spiritual part of the spiritual realm, let's say, because religious is what it separates people. We're Christians, we're Catholics, we're um, Jewish, we're this, we're that. And spirituality is just taking with the flow, your the love, wisdom, and thread, which is inside of you and seeing yourself from these virtues, not separating by politics, um, you know, the religious itself. And I think that we as humans should start really uh, focus much more on spirituality rather than on religious because religious separates people. It doesn't connect them, at least in my mind. And, you know, my life experience, I was uh, traveling a lot in, in until now and I'm 20, almost 28 years old. But really I have a huge experience when it comes to nations, to different people. I was two times in the United States um, on a work and travel um, program then. I was living in Austria for almost five months. Then in Barcelona, I was volunteering. Right now, I'm uh, in Krakow, Poland. And I just see so many colors in everybody. And I appreciate people because of their own perfect, uh, not perfect, because we're not perfect, but you know their own perception of their lives. And in my mind, this should be much more applause rather than, oh, you're a Christian, oh, you're a Catholic. Um, and, you know, with the COVID situation, even worse, because there we're separated of vaccinated people and non-vaccinated yeah. people, which mm -hmm. is hilarious. Why should mm, see the person of his choice to be vaccinated or not? And not even mention that I'm maybe 80 or 90 percent mm, sure that most of the people they go with vaccine not because of the vaccine but because they want the freedom of traveling and this is the point and at least in my mind of course mm, no but i agree with you for sure religious and covid stuff they they separate more than um, united yeah i do i like how you said you know we should focus um excuse me <clears throat> more yeah, on yeah i was just gonna say like how you were saying we fo we should focus more on the soul, our beings, right? More than yeah. the religious yeah. and such. Because I find that sometimes, you know, when you meet someone and if you just naturally don't have a great vibe with them mm -hmm. and it has mm -hmm. nothing to do with what they've said or yeah. how they're carrying themselves on a soul exactly. level, you just know mm -hmm. that this is not my, this is, this is not my vibe. Right. Yeah. And I feel yeah. that yeah. that's more authentic than yeah. I don't even care what you are or where you are at with your politics and if you're COVID vaccinated or not, you know? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. 100% sure and support your vision. Exactly. It is like that. If we don't vibe, we don't vibe. I don't know why we don't vibe. It, maybe it's because of, you know, your way of thinking or maybe it's just kind of part of, we're different. That, that, that's what we should accept it and we shouldn't push ourselves to, for example, to marry a person because, oh, he's in my religious, but I'm, desperately in love in some other person who is from another religious will go with this person because your love in your heart say speaks to you I want the person who is not from my religious and when we're connected in spirituality we'll then see that I don't accept the religion of this person I'm not marry him or her because of her his religious I'm going to marry this person because of my heart desires because my soul scream I want to be with that specific person 
Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like we can go on like a whole another tangent about this, yeah. but <laughs> just to go back Let's to topic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I want to ask you, what are, can you share with me two ways that you stay authentic to yourself when you meet someone else that maybe yeah. through travel and how that works out for you? Yeah. Um, the first one, I think that I already mentioned it a little bit. It's uh, the different points of view to be able to accept the different points of view. Uh, this doesn't mean, you know, you should agree or believe what they presented to you or what they said, but just to be comfortable of experiencing beginner mindset. And what is beginner mindset? Uh, it is like to, to be able to listen from objective point of view, to be able to listen uh, and to see this person in his to, to, to enter his shoes and to, to feel where are his blisters and how he feel and from which place he speaks the way he speaks. I think that this is really, really important. And also to be curious, like be curious what he wants to share with you, why he's reaching you out, what is his story? Um, I think that, you know, we should free ourselves from the burden of being authority and rather to start live our life from um, state of a forever learner. I'm here to learn. I'm here to communicate easily. So what I say, maybe not always will be accepted, but at least my tone, the way I speak, and this is so much part of NLP, how we speak, what is our voice tone? Uh, can we able to mirror and match uh, the person in front of us? And if we are able to mirror and match his um, communication skills, then we will build rapport much more faster with him or her and um, they will start trusting us. We will become a trustworthy person in, the, in their eyes. Uh, and the second one, maybe, I, I truly believe that our planet Earth we have so many people here and everybody has, you know, different intentions. Um, not every person with whom we encounter, uh, he's meant to, you know, f- fulfill a positive outcome in our life. Um, in our relationships and also career-wise as well, we meet different people for a reason, for a season and for a lifetime. Always, I think that we should always really remember that Somebody, if somebody don't agree with us, this is nothing to do with how we live our life, but what is their perception of their own life, of their own reality. And they put their perception into us because this is their level of awareness, you know. It is, especially in NLP, there there are four, um, not four, but let's say five or six steps of consciousness. Like every person has uh, for example, the, the first step of consciousness are people who are, you know, they're 15 years old, 16 years old, they're a little bit shy, uh, they're just t- starting to uh, jump into the kind of um, pre-adulthood uh, phase in their life, and their communication skills are pretty much different than a 30 years old or 35 years old. The sad thing here is that so many people, because they don't want to um, accept different point of views, and they kind of uh, immature in their communication skills, they remind very often in this step first, even 40 years old people, even 50 years old people. Why? Because maybe, you know, the changes, the ages, their age change, but their understanding and ability to uh, adapt into life and to to see people from, for who they are, it, it doesn't, 
it doesn't change. And this needs to be uh, worked out. You have to put the effort in yourself in order for people to understand you, what you want to say. So, um, you know, we, we just really need to be able to, when we communicate with somebody, to, to ask ourselves, is this person for a reason in my life? Is he for a season or this is my person for a lifetime? Um, that's how I, I see this first question and my thoughts on it. You said so many um, great things there, to be honest, Millie. So like, for example, when you said um, staying curious, I find that because mm-hmm. of the way society is and how we're always like on to the next, right? Mm. Like, oh, I'll give you- Talk to yeah. me. I work in corporation, girl. Huh. Like right? my, my, my full job right now. Oh, yes. I mean, this is crazy. Like it's so unhealthy, so unhealthy to be a, always like, go, go, go. Agree, agree definitely with you. Yeah. So like, I find that even, you know, if I'm just picking my kids up from school or I'm having like a conversation with a parent about just nothing mm-hmm. even, right? Like, yeah. um, these conversations are not, they could be so much more enriching and mm-hmm. not like nourishing if you got off your phone, if you maybe looked me in the eye, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But likely mm-hmm. of you, st- like that two minute or two seconds of like communicating, um, it's just so blank because we don't slow down. So I find that interesting yeah. too. And then I get a couple parents where it's like, I'll have like a 10 minute conversation before the kids come out and it's actually a good conversation. Yeah. So It is so also amazing to give compliments to people. Like say, oh, do you know what? I love your hair. Do you, do you have something different today? Or have you been to a hair, uh, what is that the word? Hair <laughs> salon, it's a salon. Hair yeah. salon, okay. <laughs> so, so have you been into salon or, you know, I, it seems that you're shinier and people when I say something like that sometimes I just see people who are like so hmm, why is she saying this to me well because I like your hair I want to give you a compliment what's wrong with that but you know we're so much caught up in this making money uh, you know I'm 40 years old I have to be successful success 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 everybody speaks about success how much is important how you make at a certain age well, if you're not alive and if you're not healthy, what matters how much success you have? Because obviously you're not a full person for yourself and your family. But- right. And that's an interesting perspective um, because you know what? I, I try not to give compliments that are superficial. Okay. So if I'm like mm-hmm. compliments, so like it's okay. I get where you're coming from, but I try to like, if I'm, you know, out with a girlfriend or unless I actually really like their hair or Mm -hmm. I I, Mm -hmm. I'm like oh my gosh girl like it looks great and I know they've been to the salon but I try to give more like compliments about like personality traits okay yeah I love that I love that I find that when I do that the response is way more um accepting Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and it's almost like yeah um, yeah the individual will take that response um take that compliment to heart and maybe they'll um, show up differently next time, or it's just, it just adds to, it adds to their, um, it's filling up their cup, but not from a superficial yeah. space. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 I, I totally I agree with you. Exactly. We shouldn't do compliments if they're not coming from a hard place, of course. And also I love the, your point of view that the personality traits kind of a compliment are the best one because they're non-material, right? They're, they're part of their uh, characteristic as a human being. And this is, the most um, fulfilling because we all want to uh, become better people. And I think that the best way of doing that is while working on our inner self. And then when we 
you know, apply what uh, we have from within, what we feel from within. For sure, our body and the whole being outside, in the outside world, let's say in the body form, will shine through and people will notice that there's something different. Absolutely. Um, I also wanted to ask you, Millie, how do you keep your mindset clear of self-judgment? Yes, this is a great question. <laughs> to be honest, I love it, <laughs> really. Um, you know, Sophie, I just allow myself to feel every emotion. Um, great answer. For example, yeah, for example, everything that appeared in my mind and so I'm, I'm just asking myself, are you going to cry about it? Or are you gonna boss up with that? What, what is your options? And honestly, I'm gonna do both. First of all, I will cry if I want to cry. If I feel that I'm betrayed or, or you know, I give love somewhere and it didn't, it, it didn't come back to me from this specific specific person, or I was uh, putting so much work in a career project and I wasn't appreciated. Let's say, I just say to myself, this person is authentic who is able to do his shadow work. And, you know, he's comfortable being in the emotion flow because I think that many people, they just don't allow themselves to be weak because our society, again, expect from us that if you want to, uh, you know, see, if you want to be seen as a successful person, you have to be a go-getter all the time. This is a recipe for disaster long run because, uh, you suppress your feelings, you suppress your emotions, and at some point you will be maybe 30, 35 years old, 40 year, year, years old. Something very um, huge will hit your life, career-based or relationship-based, and all the shadow work you skipped until now, you will be forced to deal with it. And it's much more easier when you're in the emotions rather than to start digging deep inside of you and searching for what's happened like what is the reason why I feel everything right now is it because of my childhood is it because you know some kind of a relationship back in the years is it because my uh, traumatic divorce uh, five years ago or two years ago what's happened well it will be much more easier if at the point where you you are you know at the beginning stage of um, the disaster or whatever happens back in the years you just take actions on your emotions and just allowing yourself to be weak and to ask for help. Again, so many people, they just don't want to appear weak because they, especially men, oh my God, especially men, they, they just, they're so afraid to, to be seen from a woman weak or let's say that maybe she won't appreciate him, maybe she won't, she will reject him. When in the, the contrary, this is the only way our soul evolving here on earth while we allow ourselves to feel weak and to, um, you know, just put, put the, the intentions first and to ask ourselves questions from where this self-judgmental um, kind of a mindset is coming from. What is the reason? And then, of course, you can start to heal and move towards solutions and setting the, the fruitful intentions. I know as a life coach and NLP um, expert, I, I see that so many people, they just, they want to heal, but I think that they don't know from where to start. And also they don't have the right, um, the right person who, who can lead them on their way. Because to be honest, digging deep inside of your traumas and your weaknesses and 
um, the way you, you know, you feel very weak and you're lost and you don't know even from where to start. You are self-sabotaging yourself very often because you think that, you know, you're not good enough and you just need somebody kind of a light in your life who can uh, be trustworthy and start working with you in order to make you unstuck. And the most important in this situation, life situation is to somebody to make you feel that this is normal human experience. We all feel self self judgmental thoughts, but what most important is to, to allow ourselves to get unstuck from, from this state, because it, it might be very, you know, um, kind of, a, you, can, you can lose a lot of years into that state, which is not, doesn't bring you anything that can um, up-leveling you or provide you with, you know, some kind of a different outcome. Mm, I like that. Um, you said so much, Millie. Oh my goodness! So you- <laughs> I love to to talk about that, that kind of topic. So my thoughts are flowing easily. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's great because when you said, you know, with self judgment, you ask yourself two questions: Am I going to cry about this, or am I going mm-hmm. to boss up? Yeah. And like, I love that you said, I'm, I do both because that's the reality, yeah. right? Like yeah, some days yeah. you just want to cry and like go under your blanket and that's okay. Yeah. I think being authentic to your emotions in the current state that you're in is so valuable and so pure instead of suppressing yeah. them and maybe having a drink or getting yeah. high or yeah. whatever it is. You know what I mean? Take it, own it and work through that. And if that just exactly. means crying, cry girl cry you know yeah yeah exactly exactly this is so so valid i love how you sum it up especially with the uh, you know smoking weed and also uh, drinking alcohol because these are uh, escapers this is something that yes you escape today but tomorrow or let's say five years ago your emotions will come back to you and then they will come with even highest force and you will be even more pressured and pushed to work it out so better work now when there are small chunks <laughs> rather than after five years when uh, maybe you would you will supposed to I don't know go into a psychologist or deep stuff not only coach or not only a friend or uh, you know somebody with whom you can share. Mm-hmm. And that's a valid point because I think what happens is when we move into that space of suppressing our emotions mm-hmm. and it hits us you know two weeks later or five years later it's almost like a ton of bricks. Mm. Right. Like it's so heavy that your body is like, I can't handle it. Right. So it could be a panic attack. It could be Mm, whatever. Do you know what I mean? But it ends up being so heavy that you're because that mind body connection is so disconnected that it's too Mm -hmm. heavy. And you literally kind of just lose the the connection with the body and the body is just taking over. Right. Yes. Um, Yes. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I think it could be really scary. Like it's a scary thing to to deal to deal with or face. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. Def- definitely. It is a very sensitive topic and um, that's why it's very important to, to be able to find a person who is a soul person, like somebody who is not seeing us as another client who is, you know, a part of their uh, career growth, but as a soul who needs support, not even help, because I don't really treat people as, oh, they need help. No, they need support. They just lose direction in their life right now, and they need support. That's all. And when you put this out there like that, and the person will feel, um, you know, much more um, secure, and he will feel that, oh, I'm safe here. I can be able to speak 
out loud. I, I am able to, to pour out my heart. And so, and this person, this coach or my friend or with whom, you know, they decided to share, he's not going to judge me, but he will listen openly and uh, will understand. Yeah. It's that space where the judgment is like, it's not there. And that's hard to find with certain people, right? Especially in France. I agree. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a tough one sometimes. So to go back to self-judgment though, when you said, you know, boss up or cry about it, when you say boss up, what does that mean exactly? Um, to own yourself back, no matter what's happened in life, cry it out. If you want to go out there, buy yourself stuff, shopping therapy, if you're a woman, if you're a man, go with your uh, crew and drink like one, two, three, five beers. If it's possible, you know, if it's necessary, even go drink one night, but allow, but then just grab yourself back and say to yourself, you know, we are done of crying and doing the things that are not serving us from now on. We're starting to take small steps into bossing up level and boss up in my mind really mean I own myself again. I'm fine with losing direction and I'm able right now. I'm I just want to, to find who I am again and to own myself. Really, in my mind, boss up means own yourself, own who you want to be and how do you want to continue your life? Because sometimes some, some life situations there, um, we can change them. You know, we can repair them or we can replace people. But others, for example, if a person died, very close person, this is something that we cannot do anything about it. Yes, we will cry it, we will suffer it will be full with sorrow but we cannot return the person back to human like to to the earth that that's reality and we should be able to um, just see the situation no matter how hard it is allowing ourselves to move on and to see and seek what is the next right step in my life from now on yeah. So I do think grief is a interesting or, and it's tough, right? Like I've experienced mm. grief and I oh, think yes, it is. on it multiple is. levels, like it, it's like, if it, is it your child? Is it your parents? Right. Yes, like I think yes. on, depending on the scale of grief, or is it a best friend? Um, when it comes down to how we or anyone um, goes through that process of dealing with our grief is that's their way. Do you know what I mean? Like exactly. I yes. might take two years God yeah. Forbid, oh, yes. You know? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think with grief, it's so tricky because some people might be like six weeks later and they're absolutely fine. They don't mm-hmm. like, and maybe they're not absolutely fine. I think it's just we all have our own individual way of like facing mm-hmm. that, and it's mm-hmm. so tricky. Um, but I, I can't say I, I've had a client that's um facing grief that I've had to support, and um, so I can't talk speak on it on a level of um giving any advice that's for sure oh yes 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 at this point if if you have person who grief i think that the the most beneficial for them is to allow them to speak and to cry and because they need to purify themselves in order to purify yourself you just need to stay in this state of emotions to feel to heal like feel it so you can heal it and as you say everybody um everybody Time and face is different. Some people may need even five years or maybe until the rest of their lives, they will have a wound which is, um, you know, open and will always will remind them of a person they, they lose. But at least you can you can make small chunks to, to owning yourself back because you are alive and 
until your last day on this earth, you have to to continue evolving as even I, you know, for the different people, this means different way. Sometimes for some people, it means, you know, evolving in career or for others means evolving in um, supporting my family, taking care of my kids or my um, kids. It's different, but I, I really I truly believe that we just need to allow ourselves to own, to own the person who we are. And if we don't know who we are, do not be afraid to seek for somebody who can guide us on our way with the proper um, questions and uh, um, the space to, to discover who we are. Because many people, they don't know, and they don't know because we don't learn the important, important stuff in school. We, at school, we learn very you know, uh, valuable subjects, it's math, biology, or uh, you know, kind of uh, subjects which uh, supports our career, but nobody teaches us who we are and how to understand who is our greater purpose and what is the most important for us as humans but yeah Mm. this may be a topic for another podcast (laughs) yeah absolutely I was gonna ask you next next um can you share with us like what does it mean to be authentic what does it mean (laughs) I know right I I get that what but so many people are like right we we somewhat wear masks from time to time and when you think about being authentic, what yeah. does that mean? How would you describe okay. it? Yeah, being authentic. Do you want me to say first, like, in my mind, what is to be authentic and then what doesn't? Or you just want me to focus on what doesn't uh, mean to be authentic? Honestly, there's no right or wrong answer. I just <laughs> want to hear your perspective overall. Okay, I will, I will give you uh, some advice in my opinion of what is to be an authentic person. And um, the first one is to, again, to, to make, ask yourself, what is this topic, service, niche that makes you feel energized and um, hopeful for your future? About, for example, me and you, you like to do podcasts. I like to do YouTube and to speak with people. I love to be a coach. I am a coach and I've been life coach. And I think that me and you, we are authentic because we are walking to our center. Um, center, I mean, the place where we are fulfilled. And of course, here on earth, you cannot be 100% fulfilled. You know, there is always something to learn, always something to improve. But my point here is, before every incarnation in body, our soul write a contract of what she wants to experience here on earth as a life path. And, you know, we have the human tasks that are connected in this contract. And I think that we really, we really should seek this sole purpose in order to fulfill the tasks in the contract, because only then we will feel accomplished. And in my mind, to some extent, I think that I find that. I found that. I found that with NLP and with life coaching. But it cost me so much. I have pretty tough childhood. It wasn't harmonious at all. I've learned so many lessons until, 20, until this age, which I'm almost 20 years, 28 years old. And I see that in life, the huge lessons we learn are when we experience tough moments, when we experience something that will shock us, will force us to open and surprisingly this is the way to authentic self here on earth unfortunately i i I see that on earth on planet earth we learn our lessons through pain 
through something that will really shake us. I'm not saying that we should always seek pain because no, this is not, not normal, not healthy. But what I want to say is when you have kind of a event or a painful situation, try to see it from a place of what this will help me to connect with my soul purpose. Why this event happened in my life? What needs to be triggered in order to find who I am and what really means to means to to awaken, awake, awaken myself. I, I think that this is my kind of a first uh, tip, and which is just to search for what brings energy in your life, what topic, what service, your, what niche, what career, what is that thing, and then when you find it, you know, step by step, be consistent and the way will start walking by itself. I, I see it from, you know, the YouTube stuff. And plus the fact that I, I forgot to mention, maybe your listeners will hear, I'm not even a native speaker. And I always try to improve myself because this was a huge, huge limited belief in my life. I also have a teacher who told me that uh, in the university when I was uh, in uh, Austria, he told me, oh, you have very harsh dialect. I cannot understand anything. And I need three years to work on this because... I told, first, I believed him. Second, I told, oh my God, when an authority said to me that I have hard, harsh um, accent and he cannot understand me, what the hell, how, how I will even you know, become a life coach, how I will start YouTube videos, people will not understand me. And while I start learning about NLP and the limited beliefs and how to really um, see his projection maybe of who who he thinks that I am not who I'm for sure and also he, he doesn't know my you know life story and my childhood and whatever we really need to be very careful especially if we're teachers we need to be very careful how we speak to people and what we say because probably this was something very small for him and he would like to you know cheer me up like make me motivate to motivate me but in my mind I took it differently because obviously I was and I was small and uh, I still didn't have that confidence inside of me so yes I think that this is a huge tip uh, I also have more but I don't know <laughs> I don't want to be the only one speaking uh, no so it's okay thank you guide me no. in that direction yeah no it's okay and I think um you know just sharing that story was great because it makes like we don't even realize sometimes what we're projecting right mm -hmm. and him telling like you said him telling you that he was probably just speaking out not thinking about how you were going to perceive it yes. and we are mm -hmm. on like how many times do we do that I'm sure I do that with my kids all the time but not consciously how, how many yeah. times do we unconsciously speak to our friends our families and um what are we really putting out there right yes yes yeah exactly so I have a few more questions for you um, yeah go so ahead I wanted to just ask you Millie what motivates you to live your authentic or sorry, what motivates to live your best life? Um, it's just the, the freedom and um, the peace of mind. Because when we are living our authentic life, everything comes easy. Everything comes, not let's say not easy. No, the easy is not the right word. Everything comes with ease, let's say. Like you put, you put effort, oh, of course, everywhere. And in, in whatever you do, this is normal in order to achieve something, you have to put the effort. But you know, there is difference between effort, which is the one that, oh, I have to go to work. Oh, really, uh, I hate my job. And 
the other effort, which is, I love my job. Oh, I'm so excited today. I have, you know, um, three clients with, with whom we will talk about this topic. Yes, of course, it will be kind of a um, mental work because uh, I will put my intellectual, intellectual work. But still, it is something that gives me joy. It gives me fulfillment. It gives me um, kind of a state of a child you're you feel like a child you know the child you have children so I'm sure that you know what I what what mm-hmm. I mean it's like they're happy they they love life even they you know fall and then they get up and but still they're happy they're excited I think that the best way to to reach our authentic life is to remain excited in what we are doing remain excited um remain. yes exactly remain Remain excited. I think that's good advice. I don't even know how to remain excited, but that's something I'm going to write because I I create my weekly agenda and today I'll be doing that. So I'm going to figure out how I can remain excited this week about every task. That's so sweet. Let me know. Challenge myself. uh, (laughs) Let me know on Instagram or you know when we chat next time. I would love to hear from you what's your way of remaining excited. Okay, I'll, I'll definitely share. Um, do you have a gratitude practice, Millie? Um, I like to, to pray, but my prayers are not uh, religious, religious prayers. They're, um, I love every night before bed to say thank you for the day itself. Thank you for the sun that is rising up because I think that stuff like that we take from, for granted until they're gone and we really don't want the sun to go. <laughs> So it is very important really to be thankful for the stuff that we can take for granted. Uh, Also, I love to say thank you for, you know, the people who I love, who are um, present in my life, like my grandparents, my mom, my brother, my my father. This is is my kind of gratitude gratitude practice, just to to thank and to say, uh, you know, that I really appreciate that. I have the life I, I am able to live. And of course, we can always want more like material stuff. But just dream, just say to yourself that you're still younger if you're younger. And if you're not younger, this is amazing. So you can still have much years also ahead. So you can improve something or you can um, relieve some memories. And yeah, this is my kind of a practice. Just being thankful for what I have today and not asking for material stuff, you know? I find this mm-hmm. very, very helpful when you don't ask in your prayers for material stuff, somehow the material stuff comes to you because you you sense to the universe intentions of, um, I'm open to receive what I deserve and what, I, what I'm working for. I'm not say, saying, oh, I want to do thousands, dollars or I want to win the lottery you just say I put my work uh, I, I give myself every day step by step instructions how how it's right in my mind to live my life give me please God give me whatever you think that I deserve this is you know my way of uh, prayer and also I I want really to mention to the listeners that I am not religious person, I'm spiritual. I really believe that uh, all religions are uh, connected into spirituality at the end. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I appreciate everybody's uh, point of view and how they 
they see that, you know, for example, some people, they need to go to the church in order to uh, pray. But in my mind, you can make the church by yourself. You don't need building to go to, to say hi to God, you know? It, mm-hmm. is, I see, it is this is how I see the, the um, prayer um, moment. I do. I love what you said there when you said um, not praying for material things. Mm-hmm. And the reason I like that a lot is because I think sometimes when we want something um, really bad, mm-hmm. we, we ask in a space of fear, but we don't recognize that we're being fearful of not having it. And that's why we're asking for it so many times. Yes. yes. And then I think the second part to it is when we don't ask, although we have a knowing of what we're working for, and we don't ask, knowing is manifesting it, right? Mm-hmm. Knowing, but sitting in the space of not having it and still being grateful and okay, right? Like I'm fine with not having this, this, and this. I'm still very thankful for what I do have. Mm-hmm. You kind of manifest it in a different way into your heart, into your life. Exactly. Also, you even can manifest even more of what your human perception thinks that you need right now because we humans are we are limited you know we our our mind is kind of a limited and in my mind i really believe that if you start uh, asking for material things you somehow limit yourself to, to have this specific thing but you you never know after one or after two years maybe you you would be able to outgrow what you want right now and that universe whoever you believe in will be able to provide even more. So that's how, this is my kind of a vision. I don't want to limit myself with material stuff, better ask for peace of mind, better ask for- um, Wisdom. uh, Exactly, yeah, wisdom, peace in the world, like a peaceful resolution of some event. This is much more helpful and useful for you, for your family, rather than, oh, I want to have uh, this car after one year. This is so limited. And yeah. not, you know, we, we do not judge people who, who want um, material stuff because we're in a human body here on earth and in order to feel, uh, how to say, successful and people to like us, those uh, kind of uh, label stuff, we want to have more, more followers, more subscribers, more clients. But we just somehow forget that if you connect yourself with your authentic self, God will give you even more from, for what you think that you need because he can see that your efforts are genuine. You put effort, genuine efforts. You, of course, mm-hmm. that you want money for your work because how to live, right? You need to pay your bills. You need to put food on the table. These stuff, they're material. I understand that. I got it. But what's the point here is ask yourself, are you okay to work what you what you want to work? Like yourself, for example, me coaching. Am I okay to do coaching with people if I was living in a non-material world? And the answer is yes. If I was not supposed to uh, put food on the table, pay my bills, grow my uh, business and being able to help and reach more people, I wouldn't ask for money for that if I wasn't living in a material world. I would do it just for the sake of doing of me doing it because I love it. I love to to um, provide peace of mind and see the person happy and just like like a child something something new. He found something refreshing or something that brings him joy. And yes, but 
It is true. No, we, we, we have to do, do, to do a kind of a juggling between material and uh, spiritual because otherwise, if we just, uh, you know, um, cover ourselves in this uh, spiritual realm where everything is uh, non-tangible, then we, we lose this experience on earth and we're sent on earth in a human body to experience material life, right? But right. the most important in my mind is really to, to be able to balance all, ask for the money, but also ask for money that are um, that people, your target audience can, can afford. Don't ask for some kind of a, you know, I don't know, millions or something crazy amounts. Like make, set prices which are from one point they filter the people who who you want to work with the people who you want to spend your energy with because many people let, let's speak from from the, the side that you know there's people who are kind of a, mm, I don't want to put the work and when something is for free they're not committed so you don't want to spend time with people who are not committed into growth or you know that I agree. I know not, what you mean. Not, yeah, not losing your, your time and energy. Into, and when person pay for something, you will just be much more able to appreciate what he paid for. Right. Um, Millie, it's been great. I feel like we kind of went off on multiple different directions, but I really enjoyed our, our time together because we touched on authentic communication. We touched on so many valuable takeaways, and I'm thankful that I was able to do it with you. And I'm going to leave all of your information on how listeners can get a hold of you, follow you on Instagram, follow your YouTube, which is exciting and growing. So I'm going to leave that out there. Do you have one solid tip or takeaway that can motivate us that you want to share before you go? Keeping, keep your eyes on the price without screaming out loud from the rooftop, you know, what you want so much in life just share when share what you have share your accomplishment when once they 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 make a solid foundation and once they are stabilized in your uh, mind and heart i think that this is very very crucial uh, because we as humans tend to you know to, to share stuff very fast with the world because we want to uh, you know people to be proud of us and whatever but you know take small steps small chunks and I'm sure that what means to you will, will stay and will will be seen from um, people they, they will appreciate it for sure amazing thank you Millie thank you Sophia so much for your um, you know invitation and for the time and uh, I really love your vibe and I wish you all the best with your podcast oh I appreciate that thank you you're welcome. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope that you've enjoyed it just as much as I have. You can follow Millie on Instagram and YouTube. All of her details are in the notes. Until next week, ladies, continue to aim for you. Be well.